Secrets from a Coach. Thrive and maximise your potential in the evolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson-Staveley of Phenomenal Training. Debs. Laura, yeah, you all right? I'm, I'm more than all right, actually. I'm, I'm feeling buoyed up by our Opportunity Mindset mini-series that we've uh, just wrapped up. Yep. And it really does make a difference, doesn't yep. it? The mindset you bring to things and just, uh, you know, how you view stuff. I know that sounds such an obvious thing, but it change your thoughts, change your mm. world. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we just need to keep reminding ourselves of that every now and again, because um, we can get so caught up in what's going on day to day, what's happening around us that we we don't stop and think about how, you know, how lucky we are sometimes that we can have this mixture of how we work and be grateful for that. And as you said, it's like, oh, okay, my life's not too bad, actually, when it comes to that. But it does take a mindset shift to be able to stop and think about that. And I think that's super important that we do more of that, where we just stop and pause and take a moment and then reset ourselves to, you know, to be what yeah. we want to be. Really. And, and, and with that in mind, I mean, that, that I guess is our overall intent for this four part focus, looking at maximizing mm. hybrid working. So we've looked at yeah. effective time management for remote working, being ruthless with your boundaries mm-hmm. and your time management to then be as productive as, as you can without it kind of spoiling and, and um, leaking out into other areas of life. We've then uh, had a really good look at, well, actually, how do you create that sense of belonging? What, what, does, it, what does it mean to have great remote teamwork? And this focus is going to be about, well, how do I maximise every moment? How do I make every moment count on the days where I am then in person with a team, whether that is mm-hmm. going to a home office where everyone then comes in or whether that is meeting up in another workplace together. But how do I make those in-person work days? How do I make every moment count? Mm. And I think we have to be intentional in our approach to enabling that to happen. So when you're thinking about, okay, I'm going to be in office today, so I won't be able to maybe work the same way that I would at home, that's okay. And it's then setting yourself up for success. So we're working smarter um, around what will that look like for me? If I know I'm in office, so how will I go about maybe thinking about setting my own goals? What what would be my priorities when I get in there? Um, and I hope it's not just going to go and sit in a meeting room all on your own, because then you might as well just be at home. Um, it's a, intentionally making um, your plan that says, actually, I'm going to meet as many people. I'm going to be face-to-face in meetings. I'm going to have the ability to be creative, to have, you know, as you said, those off-the-cuff interactions that we can have when we're in office and make the most of every moment that I've got as I'm in there, not just stuck in some booth either where you're not going to see anybody. So, yeah, yeah. it's I mean, intentional. I just think it's such a fascinating topic, Debs, because, you know, like we've talked on uh, on the previous ones of this, we're the first generation of adult workers mm trying to work out what's that yep. sweet spot of being flexible and agile and yet um, being um, organised enough to then actually be in the same mm-hmm. place at the same time with other people. And we've kind of boiled it down to a couple of S's, haven't we? So, Oh, we have. S, 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 not that many, but yeah. Often what people say about when you're then in person is you have that creativity, that spark, that collaboration. And we've kind of summed that up as those serendipitous 
moments. So the serendipity nice. of, oh, we happen to be in the lift together. And then when I say how's things, you give me a bit of an insight about a project you're working on. My brain is then able to go, oh, actually. And then we can join some dots up that never would have happened yeah. if only we get to have formal booked in Teams or Zooms or whatever that might be. So those serendipity moments yeah. of chance happening conversations that create a bit of spark. But here's the thing, Debs, you see, because of that serendipitous conversation, a new piece of work has now formed, right? So what then happens? So we're yes. there in the lift. We then have this, oh, okay, well, let me send you information. That's another little task, which is now going onto my little mental workload. So you could see it where actually people get to the end of their working day when they're in person and they're fired up because they have all of that yeah. energy. But on that commute home, the reality of, oh my God, I've got all of these follow-up emails and all of yeah. these things and oh God, I had a conversation <laughs> with Debs and that was like quarter to nine this morning and woo, the day just kind of goes by. So there's the serendipity. Yeah. But from that then is then thinking, actually, that is work, having that conversation. The work isn't the follow-up email. That's kind of part of it. And then I guess you've got the uh, the synchronicity. So we'll kind of, yeah, nice. we're going to so share like a bit word. of uh, some sort of case studies we've seen. But actually, teams being able to work out when are the days that we are all in together when we're in together, mm -hmm. we've synchronized our working week. So Wednesday, for example, might be yeah. the day when that a particular team all then comes in. And it's interesting because where there's been some clients that have sold some of their office space, they can't actually fit everyone all in. Yes. So teams have had to be quite organized yeah, to work true. out their day or days where they then come in. And then um, the third yeah. S we thought might be quite cool is, is the socializing. So We've seen it, Devs, haven't we? Where those teams that eat together, mm -hmm. that might have a breakfast at the start or go out for a beer or whatever it yeah. is after, actually making those social times as well, um, if there's been less time yeah. when you're working hybrid for those chit-chat moments. So the serendipity, which is mm -hmm. actually when we are then in, 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 a, in a place physically together, there's just more chance to have surprise or unplanned conversations that can spark some stuff. There's then the synchronization. Yeah. So actually, when are we going to synchronize the days that we are then going in so we can make that time count? And then um, making time for some social stuff. Because if we're all sitting there just mm. clearing through emails, then actually we're missing a trick in terms of um, some of the softer side of work, which is often what then creates yeah. that sense of belonging and motivation and all that other stuff. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Because it's you're right, Law, and but it takes practice. If we've been out of practice... And if you are somebody that has been working in an office, now not we know that not everybody works in an office, right? And there are people that are out there on the front line that are facing into things every single day. So I suppose that's where the gratitude comes from that says, okay, understanding their roles can help. But we can still create those moments of having those good conversations that enable those magic moments to happen. And I think it's, it is with um, purpose and intent that will enable those things to come alive so that it's not just a wasted day. And I love what you said around um, it, it might not feel like work, but actually that is, that's what you're there to do is to create new ways of working, new ways of thinking. Um, and you can only do that if you are, you know, synchronized in coming in on a particular day to be able to do that. And I think sometimes when you, you have that chance meeting with someone and I, I love it when you go into you know a retail outlet and you're in your in a shop and you're listening to them chatting away and you go oh, I'm missing that sometimes because we don't have those moments that they may have and I think that's where you can see the difference Theo. they're 
they're chit-chatting, they're happy, they like what they're doing. Whereas actually, if we're only staying at home um, and we're not coming in the office, then we're missing those opportunities to connect and and be part of something. Like you said, the belonging of it, I think is super important. But I think you have to really practice it again, because I think with some of us got out of the practice of it, of coming in. What does it mean to come into the office? You know, oh, this is odd. This is different. And even though we've been out of, you know, the, the lovely, you know, BC, as somebody said to me before COVID, um, you know, it's been a year and a bit, really. Um, I think we're still playing catch up with how we can make the best of that situation. I had a really interesting little observation on a um, first steps into management session that I was running with one of our dear clients. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd kind of forgotten, but I sort of knew. I think they've got about 80 people that work in total for this company. So they're a well-known brand, but there's mm-hmm. there's a powerhouse, but it's quite a small powerhouse of people that work to uh, to make all the magic happen. And um, anyway, I had 12 people who were sort of new entry-level manager type, uh, uh, type level. And um, some of them had never met each other. <laughs> there's only oh, 80 wow. people okay. in the whole company. <laughs> But because of how <laughs> they just they they they, they may yeah. have been in the office at the same time, but actually the nervousness, especially if you're quite an introverted type of character. So I'm quite happy yeah. bouncing around from one office to another, going, "All right, everyone, you know, I'm just that built that way." And, yeah. Yeah. and, and that that's uh, you yeah. know comes with its good things, and it comes with its um, you know talk to me about <laughs> distracting others, and maybe it's a bit less of a positive. But <laughs> I think for the introverts. What they found um, is I know, because they've let us know, that um, because there was an opportunity to actually put face to a name and then build a bit of trust with each Mm -hmm. other, the ongoing little catch-ups in the kitchen, for example, when they are now in. So I think extroverts might find it... um, easier so they're more lonely if they're if they're there less sort of social opportunities but actually they, yeah. they might be perfectly comfortable bouncing into an office and just you know greeting everyone that they meet for more introverted characters actually that that opportunity mm. if you haven't got a training course coming up there's an opportunity to start it but just maybe preparing before you go in for your in-person day who might be some people that mm. I can tap up via teams or via email to say, are you in tomorrow? Should we have a catch up? So I think, you know, whether you're introvert or extrovert, there's a real benefit from having those catch ups, but how you Mm. happen upon those people, if you're more of an introverted character or you're newer to a team, or you just feel a little bit less sure on your feet because you're not quite sure how the land lies, then you can book in dates (laughs) ahead of going in um, to then, to then know that you're meeting up with someone for a coffee at half Mm. nine or whatever. And then, and then it just kind of grows and then you get more of that sense of belonging, which we know is absolutely instrumental from a team culture point of view and people wanting to uh, to stay. Yeah, I think you're I think you're right and whilst you might be a distraction in in the office um I just think actually well why not because you might not um you might spark loads of interest but I suppose there must there's got to be some element of if you are easily distracted um it's like how do you if you like plan what you're going to do. So if you're thinking about your schedule for the day you know, what does that look like? And do you put in some buffers for those distracted moments as well? But so I'm just giggling to myself, I think right? it's, um, thinking, oh, how come the days that I go in, none of the rest of the team are around? Oh, thank God, thank God she only comes in on Tuesdays. <laughs> I can't get any work done because she just comes in and just wants to chat. Because we won't get any work done. <laughs> I love that. So self-awareness is probably key with this. Isn't it? <laughs> I think self-awareness is super key with this um, to know what works for you, but also what works for others. And I love that about if you're planning it and you're going to 
know and reach out and see who is in. I know one of um, one of our uh, people that I coach um, does just that. They, you know, they. Um, you just reminded me as you were talking about it, actually. Um, so she will plan in who's coming in. So she makes the most of those face-to-face interactions that she's got. So she also knows, and it, I'm going back to your point of whilst you're having those conversations, your mental list of things to do is, you know, is, is sort of getting bigger and bigger maybe. But I think that ability to then capture some thoughts or write down, carry a, you know, good old fashioned pen and paper, right? Um, unless you want to use technology, of course you can, um, is just capture your to-do list, you know, uh, whether on a tablet or on your phone or writing it in a book so that you can look at it and see as it's going. And then you can prioritize as you go, providing you've planned in to your schedule, some, some just thinking time. Um, I was with a team yesterday, actually, that a, a worldwide team that came together and that was one of the things they said was, you know, when they come in the office, whether in the offices in their own countries, they do make a point of building in time to interact with people. So they all come together, like you're saying, they all come at the same time and they've accommodated for people that are maybe on flexible working or, you know, parents that are dropping kids off at school, etc. So they make a point of by 10 o'clock, they've all sat around a table having a chat, having some breakfast. But at the same time, they're talking about how they, you know, how are they feeling? What's going well? What isn't? So they're utilizing that time well because then they have an awareness of what other people are doing, which then enables them if they hear a chance conversation over here, they can then connect the dots because they've they've understood it. So them coming together as one team has been super valuable, and having thinking time during that that time they were together was also really important for them to do it. So we scheduled in some thinking time, so forced thinking time, because as a facilitator, we can structure the, the day, right, Law? So it was it was purposefully built into the train the you know the, the day we had with them where we said, okay, every you know every hour and a half it was, there was a 15 minutes, not just to grab a cup of tea like we would normally do. But they then had sat together with the people they needed to connect with that they don't normally get to see in person. And they had a focused 20 minutes of thinking time together. And I timed it and everything. And it it worked really well for them because they got so much done because they were super focused in that moment of giving themselves that time. So I think planning your day is I'm going to be is going to be super helpful for you, and, and I guess in terms of making the moment count. So you could have two people mm. that are dialing in on call, going right. Should we have a chat before this meeting? Do a bit of thinking, but there is something, yeah, inimitable. Ooh, is that the word? Un, un, imitable. Inimitable. Inimitable with the human yeah. chemistry aspect. And if you don't yes. believe that there is a difference between 2D, so on a screen, and 4D, you know, that kind of, you know, the time of sort of evolving through it, then, uh, you know, you have not experienced the joys of um, internet dating. <laughs> because there, <laughs> I think, you get absolute evidence of wow. you could have a virtual relationship with someone and think, oh my gosh, this person's great completely different when you're then in person. And if we were to take it from the world mm. of personal um, romantic relationships into professional trust and respect-based relationships in work, um, yes, you can go to all sorts of um, 
all sorts of amazing benefits from a virtual only working relationship. But I'm seeing time and time and again, Debs, people saying, actually, now I've actually met you and we've had a conversation. Mm. Um, we can just have easier conversations after because you've made that connection in the real world. Yeah. And then virtually from that point yeah. on, you've got a stronger relationship. And what I'm sort of starting to see mm. is that six months seems to be seems to be the sweet spot. So if we are to, all together as a team, twice a year, yeah. um, then actually if a couple of people yeah. are off on holiday on the next quarterly one, it's kind of okay. If it slips into longer than six, seven months, then that kind of yeah. chemical Im- impact that we have on each other, start, I think, sort of starts to, starts to erode a little bit. Then mm. it gets a little bit more... Uh, um, you know, just sending memes to each other on a WhatsApp chat, for example, rather than actually having kind of proper yeah. sort of co- uh, communication. So I think I think it's such an interesting time to be viewing this because you know we haven't had we're the first generation yeah. to be l- looking at this stuff. And what is That's the sweet it. spot that you're finding as you're listening to this about balancing the efficiency of working remotely, but then the mm. um, the chemistry of when you're then in person. And, um, and 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 yeah. how do we then take advantage of those magic moments, as you were then kind of saying, but without it then meaning that you are overworking to compensate because you have a good night out, you yeah. might have a hangover. You have a good day in the office. Yes. What's the hangover task that have been building up? How True. do I then do that? So yeah. what I am starting to um, sort of hear people saying is uh, um, when I am then, well, after I've been a day in the office altogether, I now keep the morning mm. after as clear as possible to be able to deal with yeah. all the tasks I've sort of accrued in those kind of chat conversations. Yeah, that's and that's really important, but that's about adapting and adjusting, right? Because we'd never had to do that normally. But now, as you said, I've got to think about the next day and plan and be organized. And these are all the things that can really help us you know, transition from in-office to home office to in-office again really well if we we are organized around it and i think we can't get away with not being organized anymore um and while some of us don't like to work to a complete timetable and this is what we're doing i think there has to be an element of um planning organization i think there has to be some boundary management going on in the middle of all of this as well um and that ability to adapt and adjust to what's coming in i think you have to pivot quite quite quickly now and i know you always talk about the evolution of humans, right? We're not, I can never remember how you put it, but you talk about it really well about, you know, it takes decades for the humans to catch up with what's going on in the world or something like that. I never remember how you say that around how we can, it takes us a bit longer to evolve um, whilst we get used to the new way of being. Uh, What she says with a hunchback that's formed from looking at my smartphone for 25 years. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was something I picked up years ago at a seminar about human evolution. How we we are um, yes we do take longer to adapt to stuff because we are so versatile in our language. So that's how we pass on our safety messages generation to generation. You know, whether that is ring a ring of roses, yes. you know, songs from like four hundred years ago, or whatever, or whether that is us being able to yeah. chat day to day and pass things on. Whereas the animals have to um, change really rapidly from a physical point of view because they haven't got language to do it. So yeah. the um so you know how how do we share and exchange info and then how do you ensure that yeah. I mean even today I heard a client talking about the old guard who have been in the business for years and years and years. Ah. How do we ensure their feathers aren't ruffled by the new recruitment intake yeah. that's then come in? How do you sort of blend that? And how do you mm. blend that? 
when you're there physically in a place together, you've then got the chemistry and the empathy that builds up from people actually finding out about yep. each other. If we're all just there dialing on nice. the call and, um, you know, we don't really interact, then that's where these kind of in-groups and out-groups can kind of form. So, you know, it's mm. it's um, we, we have to think about how we're going to adapt and evolve. And, yeah. you know, one of the one of the things yes. I think that um, I've certainly um, started to think as I've been doing more and more traveling is what actually is causing some stress moments? What can I do to be really smart now on a Monday, for example, to just make the Thursday, Friday a little bit easier? And are there some things that you can do when you are mm. working remotely that set you up for success for, uh, for later on? For example, if you know you've got to do a p- key piece of admin where it's important for you to have reliable yep. Wi-Fi or to risk it to do it on a train when there might not be Wi-Fi or a seat <laughs> or yep. wait. Yeah, yes, or wait yeah, until or you get to yeah, a certain place, yeah. then you're you're resting yeah. on all sorts of variables. And I think the moment you step outside your own mm. house, you have got so many different variables that could impact your sense of controlling yeah. your day. And when you work virtually, other than your own Wi-Fi packing up or a DPD driver kind of knocking on the door randomly, you've got a bit more opportunity <laughs> to... Um, to plan for that. So that's what I see kind of causes mm. some ruffles and some stress and people being exhausted on the day that they come back is you've had a whole day battling yeah. with the obstacles that day-to-day life out there throws at you, you know, and if you're trying to in your mind yeah. clear off some of those admin tasks as well. Um, and if that's happening more than, you know, a couple of times and that's a pattern and then there are some things that you can do about that maybe to just mm. clear some of that other stuff before and then you can just enjoy that time when you're in. Yeah, that's so important, isn't it? As you said, you might plan to do some work on the train, but you may not get the signal and it cuts in and out. And then what do you do? Do you stress about it or do you accept it for what it is? Or do you not even plan to do that on the train? And if the opportunity is presented to you that you can, then take it rather than go, I'm just going to enjoy this journey. You know, I'm just going to be in the moment and be present and not get caught up in, I must keep working. It's just, you know, use the commute, use the journey to just look out the window even um, and just maybe listen to your, some music or, you know, do something that's good for your soul, not mm. just work is mm. what I would say. And it could be, I'm seeing more and more people setting an out of office for the day that they're going into mm. the office, which then again manages yes, expectations that. that I'm not going to be there immediately yeah. responding to stuff because I'm actually here face to face with people. And then not only does that manage expectations yeah. of others, but it removes that pressure building up of, oh God, what's happening in my inbox? Because you've um yeah, you yeah. you've put that on. So in a funny way, being in the office means you're away from your laptop. <laughs> So it's that out of office yes, because you're yeah. in the office. And again, that just might be a new yeah. little hack that just helps you then maximize every moment you have when you're there in that office. So you're not running two jobs. I'm here face to face, but in the meantime, yeah. my digital twin, the online version of me is collecting yeah. loads of work and it's just, it's like running two jobs in one. So if that sounds a bit familiar, then, um, you know, what we're seeing is is a couple couple of simple things that can just help that setting out of office because you're not going to be there as much. Yeah, Plan your time as much as you can around it so that you've got a bit of slack the day after when you're back um, at your home office or wherever that might be to, to, uh, to clear away maybe some of those things that have gathered mm. from the day that you were in because it's work, nice. but it's a different version of work. Absolutely. And I suppose that would link into my call to action is, you know, just embrace it. 
just embrace the fact that you can be adaptable and flexible around your, you know, whatever your work does look like and just, yeah, embrace it and live in that moment. You know, that would be my call to action. And how fortunate for those, for us to be able to have that choice. And there might be people listening to this thinking, I'd love to have the choice of not going um, in or out. But I mean, you know. It's like a cat, isn't it? When it's outside, it wants to come in. When it's inside, it wants to go out. Yeah. So for those people that are able to work hybridly, <laughs> they wish that, you know, there are some things that are a bit different and, and likewise. But it's, uh, you know, it's your thought process that makes it so. Am I blessed with hybrid yes. working? Am I cursed with hybrid working? The choice is yours in terms of how you do it. But but that that sort of setting a plan yeah. and those kind of practical things we've talked about. My um, my share of the secret would be if it feels like the fear is built up a little bit in terms of going into the office, then um, what could you do <laughs> to uh, make it a bit easier? Is there a key person that actually, you know, you just always have a really good interaction with them? If it's been a while since you've gone in yeah. or you're just starting to use a new work kind of um, pattern, could you, uh, could you share the secret? Get them to listen to this and then think, right, we're going to be in the office together or wherever the place of work might mm. be, how are we going to really make it count? Nice. Oh, I like that. And I think that leads quite nicely into our next episode, doesn't it, Law? Because we're talking to somebody who has done lots of research on this and we're going to be um, exploring that ne- on oh, our next yeah, episode, aren't we, Law? We've got a guest. Yay! Yeah. Um, we have a guest. And, uh, yeah, Kate <laughs> uh, Madison-Greenwell, who's oh, just so inspiring to listen to. So she is going to be giving her a snapshot of all the research that she's done, looking at how do you make yep. hybrid meetings engaging and productive. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I like that. And returning to the office, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. So looking forward to um, having a really good week of a mix of things that are going on, Laura. I hope I you will, have a good yeah. one too. And um, enjoy the view if you're standing on a train. Just look out the window or people yeah, watch. Enjoy. You have to really work hard for that gratitude <laughs> sense when you're like, <laughs> I'm so happy that I went into the office today. <laughs> Mind you, though, Debs, listen to a podcast like this and then you're learning on the move. Hey, exactly. That's it. Perfect. Let's do oh, that. Have a wonderful week. All right. Love I'll you. I'll see you next time. Bye. Love you. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at secretsfromacoach at aol.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you're a Spotify listener, give us a rating as it makes it easier for us to share the secret with others.